This is the TRA Channel Podcast. Watch the opportunity with Trevor Clark, Mark Isles, and Tim Dillon. Okay, so hello everyone and welcome to the TRA Podcast. Uh, let me start that again. It's been a while. Hi everyone, welcome to the TRA IT Channel Podcast, What's the Opportunity? Today we are going to be talking about the retail industry and joining me, and I'm Trevor Clark, if you didn't catch that earlier, is uh, Tim Dillon. Tim, how you doing? I'm well too, see. How are you, mate? I'm all right. I'm all right. We haven't done one of these in a while, so I'm kind of, you know, fudging my way through the intro here. It took a couple of takes to get it right, but um, mate, we've, we've, we've we haven't done one because we've been so busy, um, which is a good sign for our business. But um, one of the projects we were doing recently, and I'm going to jump straight into this, was around the retail industry and innovation in retail. Um, we did uh, a project with AWS and the Australian Retailers Association, which is the largest industry association in Australia. Um, and we we did a, a kind of a, a panel judging approach to try and get what were the most innovative technologies that retailers in the country thought were going to help them transform their businesses. Um, fun project, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a good one. I, I liked that one. It was, it, was, it was good working with the RA and uh, AWS. And yeah, I, I, I found it quite quite fascinating with some of the some of the findings, both in terms of you know where the investment focus for those innovation technologies are going to be, and and also the the research into what was the most overhyped. That was the fun one for yeah. me, was you know, sort of debunking some of the uh, the expectations around some of the technology. So that, you know, sort of the most overhyped tech, which um, is in the report, is is an interesting one to, to look at. And the, the thing that struck me overall, I guess, is the when we looked at the top 10 innovation technology points of focus, mm. pretty much Everything was was digital apart from the the tenth one, the the, the lowest ranked one, which was on uh, sorry, offline, so physical customer experience and retail presence. The, the top nine were all digital, which yeah. is you know a really strong indication of the, of the sector looking at, at very hard and, and trying to push on transformation. Um, and and the budgets reflected that too. I found you know the the comment from from the research that. I think it was 67% of organisations are going to either really increase or, or strongly increase uh, their innovation spend in 2022 and 2023. And, and that was you know, a real clear indication. And I think there was only a very small percentage uh, that were going to to reduce their spend. I think it was less than 5%. So you know, a strong focus there from the sector, obviously, considering what, you know, it's, like everything else, it's been hit very hard for the last several years. Um, and, you know, the, that, those innovation technologies where they're looking, you know, it's around online customer experience. No, no surprise there. I wonder why. Um, omnichannel, you know, supply chain, digital retail, and you know, real, really clearly defined points of focus. It's yeah, it, and it is, isn't it? It's um the the top two that came through, um, which is you know super easy to understand was uh, customer experience platforms and customer analytics. So it's number one and number two, which was um, identified as being potentially the most innovative itself. Now I I you know you you have to expect that to be there at the top. If you didn't, it's kind of you know um, so it's kind of not surprising in that um, in that perspective. But what I think in in some ways what kind of is 
a little bit still surprising to me is that we're still having that focus of those two things being the most the areas where we're going to spend most on innovations. Like it's not like we we've had years to do this already, um, and so I think there's still but there's still a lot of organisations which need to catch up. Um, and I think that the last two years has kind of um, uh, magnified the point that if you don't have that great digital experience or that digital engagement um, as a retailer, then you, you would struggle. Um, so it's, it's forced a lot of action already. And I think there's still a lot of work still to be done in those areas, which uh, yeah, we'll yeah. see come through. Yeah, it, it, you're spot on. And the, the one that, that to follow on from that, I guess, when when we took all the, all the ARA AWS data and then we overlaid it onto, you know, all the, the data points we've got around spending and budgets was a couple of interesting things came came out of that. If you look at if you think about functional groups across across an organization, you know, it's, you know, you've got IT, you've got digital transformation and operations, you've got sales and marketing, legal finance, so forth. Um, compared to the so the retail sector data that we have compared yeah. to the overall uh, cohort of Australian businesses. It's interesting, if you look at who holds the data, in the retail sector, they're above average with the IT team. So the IT groups within retail actually hold 30-odd percent of, of all technology budgets, where relative to the broader uh, data points that we have, it's, uh, you know, it's high. It, I'm not explaining now. Balls. Can you start again? <laughs> no, I'm going to keep that in. <laughs> All right. What what I was trying to eloquently explain to TC here, folks, is that we have a lot of spending data, and if I look at who holds the budget within the retail groups, the IT teams hold much more budget proportionally compared to all the other sectors that we track. Now, by default, because those teams are holding more, the digital transformation, the operations, and all those groups are actually looking at the transformation of the business actually hold less. So by comparison, if I look at our overall sample, 26% of all technology budgets are held by the digital transformation and operation teams. Within the retail sector, it's 22%. So you've got this interesting comparison of budget stakeholders in retail where there's more in the IT groups and less in the digital transformation teams. And I expect to see that flow through and IT reduce digital transformation pick up a little bit because right now they're underweight in digital transformation compared to, to all the other sectors that we track. And the other thing for me was when I look at where does the budget go within the retail sector is, is quite interesting. Again, the retail sector compared to the average of all the industries we track, yep, retail on average cloud spend is about 20% of IT budgets. All industries, it's a bit over 20 you know, it's, it's 20.1 sort of thing. So, okay, you look at that on, on the surface and go, yeah, look, it's, it's about like the like. When you dig into it, though, the retail sector is, sector is spending a lot more on infrastructure, so IaaS and, mm -hmm. and PaaS, and a lot less on SaaS. And, and to me, that's kind of still very much earlier in the transition we're putting the infrastructure in place as opposed to the solutions that we're building off the top of it. So I thought, mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of an interesting one. And, then, and they're also... As a cohort, retail spends higher on hardware right now compared to total averages. So, and I expect, fully expect that to drop as well. They're also spending lower compared to the average on um, things like end user devices, security, 
they're under average. If you think that the average security spend across all industries in mm. Australia is about 8% of budgets, they're not near that at all. They're, they're quite lower uh, by comparison. Mm. And also uh, on SaaS. Yep. So again, there's, there's still, to, I guess, going back to your original point that spurred this long rant from me was there's still a lot of work to be done, right, in, in, in terms of that focus. And it is funny, isn't it? Solutions. I mean, retail's been one of those industries. If we go back to ideas of disruption and all that sort of stuff we were all talking about a few years ago, they were they were kind of at the front of that, you know, having having an Amazon come into the marketplace or a Rakuten or a, you know, an Alibaba and all that sort of stuff came through. And yet... You know, there's still there's still a lot of work for a lot of retailers. I mean, there's been some fantastic work done, and, and you know, the, we spoke to a whole bunch of different retail leaders about what they've done. Did some case studies with some people have been, you know, pushing into some some quite emerging technology areas. But yeah. it's interesting, isn't it? There's there's a whole part of the industry which is still um, got a lot of investment to make. And I think as a, as from a partner's perspective, um, I do think that. Yes, there is the innovation piece and, and, you know, helping them to be innovative. So, you know, whether it's helping them, you know, go into augmented reality is a big thing, obviously. But I think from my perspective, when I look at the, the, the macro um, scenario that most retailers will be facing and we start to look at inflation and you know, um, cost of living pressures and so forth, I really do think that there's, the, as, a, as a partner, A, first of all, you really you can't just do generic stuff in retail. Um, it's a really is a, a different industry and it has a, a different set of skills and you need to understand their business really really well. And retailers run things quite differently. So first of all, you need to understand that you know you're not doing an office environment sort of thing. It's not there's no sort of regular end user computing or um, even from a you know from an infrastructure perspective. They have very un- specific uh, requirements and unique requirements compared to many other industries. Um, so there's that first of all, but it's uh, the there will be a really big need to focus on operational excellence on helping them to, to you know to get those efficiencies in place so that they can then spend on innovation. Just because I see there's going to be so much pressure on um, the customers and what customers can spend coming forward. Um, you know, it's already coming into place across a lot of industry, a lot of markets across the region. Um, and that's true for Australia as it is for for anywhere else in in Asia Pacific, if not globally as well. So um, definitely, um, from a partner's perspective, there's absolutely innovation um, efforts. You know, and so if you've got some great skills around, you know, artificial intelligence, if you've got some of the um, specific IoT solutions, edge conversations, you know, smarter retailing. Um, if you've got that um, uh, e-commerce, as it's still called in many places across Asia, um, if you've got those capabilities and the supply chain stuff, you know, if you can do that and do it from a, you know, uh, do the boring stuff better than anyone else and help them reduce those those underlying costs in that area, you'll be in a really good position. Yeah, yeah I'd agree. The only one I'd jump into that is, is probably sustainability now. You know, we've, oh, yeah. Yeah, we've seen that just float up the, the rankings of priority over the last you know, five or six quarters. So now it's you know, it's a key consideration. But that's a hard one too. You know, if you look at the structure of the retail sector, like, you know, like most sectors in, in Australia is dominated mm. by small companies. And um, you know, partners... I'm trying to think of a way of saying this nicely, don't always excel at servicing small and medium business, right? 
because yeah. it becomes very much a, an automation-driven engagement. Um, everything's quick. You, you, you know, you've got to have ways of being efficient and working at scale to provide solutions to those customers, but then they are struggling and not necessarily always have failed technology. So it's it's a tricky one to manage, right? But yeah, an interesting project. I really enjoyed this project. And it was mm. it was also AWS and AI ready to, to, to work with us on it. Yeah, and it looks like we're doing it again for the next couple of years. So um, please do, we'll, we'll, we'll send the links out once we get it to the report so you can download it and, and so forth. I'm pretty sure it's coming through AWS and the ARA. So lots of information in there, um, lots of other stuff we could talk about, but we'll leave it there for today if anyone did want to have a chat to Tim and myself about the retail industry and, and kind of things you can do. Get in touch. Love to have a chat. Um, and uh, thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. This was the TRA um, IT Channel Podcast. What's the opportunity in retail? Have a I'm, great week. I'm just going to wait for, for you to now make a mistake on the next podcast and just keep rolling. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll include my, my take at the start. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Tim. Cheers. Cheers.